Hello, this is Eric Chabro with GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group, and today I'm in Woodside, Delaware, just south of the capital, Dover, and with me is Elaine Starkey, Chief Security Officer for the state of Delaware. Hi, Eric. How are you? We just finished a gathering of a quarter of the state agency's information security officers. Mm -hmm. You gather them but every other month. We do a bi-monthly uh, webcast with them, and once a year we like to convene a face-to-face -face meeting. So this today was our, our annual face-to-face -face gathering with all 230 ISOs were welcome to attend. That's a mix of primary and alternate ISOs, so typically they send at least one or two ISOs from each organization. Okay. Why is it important to get them together face-to-face? -face? The networking opportunities that it provides to them. A wise emergency management advisor once told me that the best time to meet someone that you're going to need assistance from in, a, in an incident is not when the incident is going on. So this is an opportunity for them to come together and get to know each other. They, they all share common issues and common problems. We heard that today. They each now go home to their various school districts and state agencies, and they deal with very similar problems. So to build the relationships and the connections here in a face-to-face -face setting, it's much more conducive than our web meetings that we have. It gives them the opportunity to go home, and, and tomorrow they might want to just pick up the phone and call and talk to, talk to someone that they met today, or even if it's a month from now or a year from now. It, it's just important to me that they have a venue to come together to build these relationships. One of the highlights of today's session was sort of the scenarios you outlined for these ISOs. They were broken up into about groups of uh, about five groups of ten each. Mm -hmm. They were each given a, a different problem. Now these problems dealt with things such as spam going into the email of an organization in the state, a USB drive being connected to a device that should not have been. Another one dealt with the administrator's password being exposed. Things like that. What's the purpose of them? Why are they important? Practice makes perfect, and we like to present them with these kind of incidents and for them to think about how they might respond and mitigate incidents like this when they're practicing, basically. It's the same reason we run fire drills in buildings. Let's get them in a setting where it's not for real. They can kind of collaborate with their peers on these issues. They can learn from their peers. I heard some really good ideas across the table today, and I saw some eyes, you know, kind of widen, like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, or I hadn't thought about contacting that person. So this is an opportunity for them to learn from each other and to run through the exercise of, well, how would I handle that? And when would I contact my cabinet secretary or my superintendent of schools? to alert them of these issues. It just simply practices not only the detection, but the response and the recovery to these kind of incidents. You've been introducing a certification program for information security officers. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, we're real excited about our new certification program. We call it DECISO, which stands for Delaware Certified Information Security Officer. We launched it three years ago in pilot form. It's somewhat modeled after other professional certifications like PMP, where there's certain minimum number of education standards and classes that they have to attend or meetings that they have to attend or security best practices that they have to administer within their organization. And each one of those activities gives them credits. And they have to earn so many credits over a 24-month period. And we piloted it for a year. We, we tweaked the program a little bit. Then we launched it 
two years ago and last December we actually had our first graduating class of certified decisos we call them they were recognized by Governor Markell in his office in the spring it's just a new program that we're very excited about because to be an ISO today is very different than it was even five years ago we're asking them to do a lot more all of this requires continuing education and the threats are changing on a daily basis and it's it's a world that they have to keep pace with and it's not easy to keep pace so we want to give them kind of a professional bar to reach for through the deceased and also give them a way to demonstrate to their management that they're taking this seriously and they're pursuing the education opportunities they need to do a good job as a ISO. One of the things I found interesting in meeting several of the ISOs today is that being the information security officer for their agency is maybe just one of the jobs they have. I know talking to other people in positions like yours in other states, that's not uncommon. Just we can't afford to hire the staff. How much is this program developed because there could be people in the ISO positions that came up through a different part of technology than just information security. Mm, That's pretty much the cornerstone of it. If you look at the traditional ISO, that's exactly what happened. And in many cases, they're learning as they go too. So it's it's a way to encourage them to pursue this field of IT, the security field of IT, and it complements their other IT skills very nicely. But you're exactly right. That's what makes it being an ISO pretty difficult in a state government organization and probably other places too, that security is not their only responsibility. In some cases, in small agencies, especially where there's one IT person, they're everything. Anything with a cord attached, they're responsible for. Yeah, as you know, in some of other states, the IT security organization could be just the CISO. Yes. I was yeah. surprised when I started covering this to find that there were very small organizations in some states. Will every ISO have to have a certification to keep their job? Eventually, that's our long-term goal, yes. We would like to, for every primary ISO in each of the organizations to at least, or, or actually I think the way it's worded right now is there is at least one certified ISO in that organization. Okay. Is there any way for you to judge the success of this program? Probably the success is going to come in the numbers, you know, when we're looking at the number of certified ISOs. We had about five ISOs participate in the pilot, and last year that number grew to 14. We have 14 certified ISOs. We have 18 executive branch agencies. I was pleased with that number. We have a ways to go to get every organization and every school district, but my goal is to see that the number of certifications grow from year to year. And what's the biggest challenge of developing such a program? (laughs) Probably the same challenge that we deal with with other issues. This is a group of people, this is a wonderful team uh, that I get the chance to work with. None of them report directly to me. So it's, what, management by influence, I guess is the way you call it. You know, I'm trying to cast a vision for them to grab a hold of without having any supervisory responsibilities for them at all. It's tricky. It's tricky. They'll go back to work tomorrow, and they'll have other things on their plate other than security to deal with. Are there specific programs that the state developed for them to take in in this coursework or or sessions like today, I guess, as goes toward that? 
or are they on their own also to identify other programs to take advantage of that may be offered at uh, local colleges? Yeah, they're free to pursue other education options like those at local colleges or webinars online. Many of them take advantage of SANS training. Many of them also take advantage of training that we are able to secure and bring into the state. For example, next week we're running a CISSP boot camp and they'll receive DCSO credits for that. We've got 43 of them signed up for that. We try to offer as many state-sponsored training opportunities as we can, but they're free to pursue their own options as does well. It, does the state reimburse them for their expenses? Usually. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Anything else you want to say about this topic? Yeah, there is one other thing. We'll be going down to Baltimore to receive the Cybersecurity Innovation Award from the SANS Institute. They've taken a look at the program, and they like what they saw, and they see it as a model for the rest of the nation. So the team that developed the program, I'm very happy that they're going to be honored in Baltimore. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I've been speaking with Elaine Starkey, Chief Security Officer for the State of Delaware. For GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.